Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. My talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia right now down at the Showplace Icon Theaters in the West End for Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. We are raising money for our charity, the Alexandra House. And any donation you guys give, $0.25, cents, $25, or $2,500 is muchly appreciated. Lori and Julia are here to bring you guys into the next hour, so let's have some fun. Yeah, I like your range of $0.25 cents to $2,500. I like it. I hey, covered everything. Yeah. Someone with a like a five-year-old who might have a quarter to give. Them, yeah. You know, or, or $2,500. Someone who's got we some have, extra pocket. We oh, are yeah. up to $585. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, Amber. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. All right. So it's it's not hard to donate. No, it's It's hard easy. for us to raise money, though. Well, Julia, you know what? Like I said when I was talking about the Armageddon uh, story, this is just like it feels like uh, everyone is like the world is kind of on fire. Mm-hmm. There's there's uncertainty. There's unrest in the world. And so it's just, you know, people are. Household expenditures have gone up have for a lot of people. Up and, you know? Yeah, it's just. So it's you know, understandable. Yeah, but we're. The Ale- we're here. Alexander House is going to be here. And yes. I, I have a feeling that, you know. All you fine people out there in Radio Land that have enjoyed listening to us for these last twenty <laughs> years, think what are what what would, would what would make the girls feel good? What would make us feel real good right now is people stepping up yeah. to the donation page and donating mm-hmm. some money to show some love for your afternoon drive time demons and I think you should- that have been here through rain and cold and heat. And all kinds of situations. And no We've happy been, hours. We we have been your ladies. No happy hours right. for twenty years. <laughs> twenty years. The turf club we, has happy hour till seven. We, we have worked on Fridays till six o'clock for twenty years. <laughs> we, oh yeah. my word! That used to be like the worst. Okay, but I mean, the thing why I am kind of like, you know, pimping that just a little bit is that um, on CBS this morning, Mm. they had a a story. And one of the things that we have heard consistently when we've been out in front of people is that people have told us, you have kept me company in very lonely times of my life. And that is kind of one of the things that radio... There is an intimacy that's much more than TV yeah. or looking at something on your phone or oh, yeah. podcasting mm-hmm. in the sense where you're just listening to. You feel like a part of the group. Yeah, you, you feel really like do. you're part of something. So they they had, and I didn't want to um, put this in, you know, study of da or whatever, but it is a really interesting 
study, um, and it was published in the journal Aging, mm -hmm. which as a young older person, Julia, I do find myself reading aging just mm -hmm. to stay on top of stuff. But mm -hmm. CBS had this story about how unhappiness and loneliness can add up to two biological years to your age yeah. mm -hmm. and even more significant than like if you were a smoker. So this is just a little audio from, from that study. New study that may have found the fountain of youth. Just be happy. I know easier said <laughs> than done. An inter international group of researchers found that feeling unhappy or lonely damages people's biological clocks, aging them even more than smoking does. People in this study who felt unhappy or lonely were found to be at higher risk for Alzheimer's, diabetes, heart disease, and other illnesses. The scientists say unhappiness or loneliness can add up to one year in eight months to your biological age. Does it make wow. sense to you be happy? It, that it makes you feel it younger? Does I agree sense. with that. But yeah. kind of like we highlight in our uh, kindness one-on-one series. Yeah. If you see somebody that's lonely or unhappy, just go over reach there out. and try to make the reach mm -hmm. out. Yeah. yeah, you can make that's somebody's good. day. And you know what? That's you good. Might and you know, I've talked to my mom about this because one of the things when um, people get older, or if you become a widow or a widower at maybe an unexpected age or something, there's a loneliness yeah. that happens, and people have all these. We're all dealing with you know sad things in our life and mm -hmm. you, sometimes sadness that you have in your life makes you just be lonely because you kind of withdraw a little bit yep. from people mm -hmm. so anyway i just thought that was you know like a good thing to remember that you know feeling unhappy or lonely is it is damaging yeah to you it really is and so we should just, you know, take they, a little care. And they even said loneliness is a global issue that's spreading. A Harvard University, mm -hmm. um, it increases your card your risk of cardiovascular disease. Yeah. Um, Harvard Anniversary Analytics described eighteen to twenty two year olds, Gen Zers, the loneliest generation. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. The pandemic. The and, pandemic. You exactly. know, and it made people just I, you know, we just feel for everybody. And yeah. that, and that's kind know? of too on the other polar opposite side of that. That's why you see like people going out to music and theater, and you know, you're kind of embracing on this other thing because we we have felt so isolated alone. and yeah. alone and mm -hmm. stuff and it feels good to be with other people you know mm -hmm. having fun and celebrating and you're right and, and it makes you happy to yeah, do that totally you, you realize how much you've missed it and one of the biggest compliments i think since we've been on the air is that someone said you helped me through a, a, a lonely, a lonely yeah. time you helped me when i was sad you made me laugh you remind me of my sister that lives across the country mm -hmm. you know something like that or aunties or right. we've even yeah. had the high school kids say you're literally the soundtrack to yeah, so that always yeah. that just has always felt yeah. really good to hear that. Yeah, you um, know. So if you feel that way, yeah, you know. with with loneliness, think about it. I mean, when you're alone and you feel alone and you've got everything piling, you're not going to do a Harry Styles, are you? No, no. When you <laughs> feel, yeah, movies, a movie. <laughs> right. But when you're alone and you have no one to rely on but yourself, yeah. all of other life's things feel harder because yes. you don't have someone there to talk about them with, mm -hmm. ask that help with. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about this a lot while you were finding Jeff. You know, you would bring this up to me that you know you would. Ha Having that partner in life, yes. not necessarily being a partner, you know, just being a friend to someone. Yes. But all those things feel even heavier when you don't have someone to talk to or to just have a, a helping hand. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> all right, look at the time. It's okay, time. Harry Styles. <laughs> I know. It's a movie about a movie, but this movie's going to be shown in a movie That's theater. You're going to want to watch great. it in a movie like, theater.
It's a movie theater well, movie. You know, that's true, though. That's I true. love it. All right. Well, again, we are doing Project Down and Dirty. We are at Twin Cities Film Fest headquarters in St. Louis Park. And we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, it's so random that here we are at St. Louis Park at this beautiful room, Twin Cities Film Fest headquarters, uh, broadcasting. It's Project Down and Dirty. We want to thank our recent donors for um, Laurel. You know who you are. Rachel, thank you. Marley, thank you. Um, Wendy, thank you. Thank Aww. you so much for your donations. We really appreciate it. We're up to $720. Good. Um, That's right. Nice job, guys. Yes, Colleen and Bradley are at 1370 They like us, Julia. They really, really yes. like us. <laughs> I want to thank everyone. Thank you for donating. Um, okay, so... That's awesome. Thank you. I think so, too. I think so, too. Um, what, had, what did I Maybe see? we're going to get better at this fundraising, Julia. Oh, Lori. You've been doing it for long enough. Oh. I well, know. Don't, don't I say know. that we should. Do not say it. I just poked the bear. Uh, you really did. Okay, so you know this guy. I know a guy who knows a guy. He's a good guy. You know the guy, the Yankee guy, who's going after Babe Aaron Ruth. Judge, yeah. Oh, home, Aaron Judge. The home. No, Maris. Home run record. record. Well, 700. He, yeah. Yes. 700 home runs club is the big thing. Right. And yeah. how close is he? Well, he's not in the, he's going for 70, but, excuse me, I mixed up Albert R Pujols. Thank just you. got in the 700 club. Aaron Judge. Roger is, Maris. Yeah, Roger Maris hit the 60 home runs, and that's the big deal. So okay. 61 or 62. Well, you remember we saw 61, the There's HBO 60. thing on Roger Maris? Yeah. This, like 10 years ago, we loved it. You watched okay. it too. Anywho, okay. here's the deal. So the guy who caught... The 20 year old Yankee oh, yeah. fan who caught Judge's 60th home run gave it back to him. Yeah, which was dumb. Um, but <laughs> which was dumb. What, yeah. So here's what happens is the, the guy who caught it, you know, got an autographed bat. But if he would have kept the ball, he mm -hmm. probably could have sold it for 100 grand. Oh, yeah. Easy. And so there was an article in Yahoo Sports that talked about how fans shamed. Oh, yeah. oh I'm in these groups, and I watched it all go down, you guys, because this and is my neck of the woods. How can you keep a ball like that? It, exactly what happened after the fan caught the, the ball. Yeah. And so... Because did, they think that the person who hit it should get it? Well, they yes, they that. It's not even that. It's also some balls like that get put into the Hall of Fame. Certain things get earmarked for the team's Hall of Fame, maybe the baseball Hall of Fame, maybe, so yes, the player it wants. It's peer pressure, but there is a there's a, there's this unwritten rule. If you catch it, if you, you own catch it? it, you do own it. Now the thing is, is you can determine whether you want to give it back, or you want to give it back and really be a good negotiator. I just feel like this guy's getting the heat because of what He's, he got in return was not what a lot of people feel like he could have gotten well, in return. Well, exactly. And the poor guy. So and here's what, who made the right call. And here's what the the article went on to just kind of expand and quote. In no other circumstance is an American who legally and rightfully stumbles upon a six-figure-plus payday expected to, give it, to give it up. That's dumb. 
No, I would never. And that's the thing is they expect the fan to give it up and maybe, you know, trade it for a baseball bat, an autograph right. bat. But, like, you know, the, the, the biggest thing here is that that is your ball. Now, you if, the, if they you want You bought it, a ticket to go to that game. Exactly. And you have every right to then put it in auction. And if, if that team who makes millions of dollars right. a year, right. that Can't player who makes it? millions yes, of dollars exactly. a year, go to the auction and buy it. Buy now, it. that's going to be kind of, you know, taboo. But, but you know, the it's way a lottery just, ticket. But, but you would have the such... You just put it right no no one no else it's a lottery ticket he probably yeah. paid 50 bucks to go to the game mm-hmm. he had two beers which would be another 30 yeah. i mean here or he's been going to games his whole life right spending money his whole life and maybe maybe he's got a superstitious person in their family and they feel strongly about the karma or something no yeah. he was okay. shamed people was shamed. are publicly shamed okay yeah. at baseball games give that's it back too bad it is i well, wish the, he would have called you the worst yeah the worst thing is when a young kid catches a home run ball of the opposing team. Now, this is, happens at stadiums all the time, and the other fans say to throw it back because it's not the home team that hit it. And this poor kid is sitting there looking like, I no, just got they a don't, home they run They don't ball. throw it back, do they? They do. They, they, there are fans, adult grown men and women, that will yell at kids oh. to throw the ball back because it's not one of it's it's you know they're mad that the other team hit the home run. And oh here's goodness. the deal. But not on a Aaron Judge 61 home run $100,000 ball. Nobody's going to tell you to throw that back. No. no but I just an average. But I told them for the 60th. No, no. They he he gave that back. back right. But any average home run I'm just saying from an yeah, average yeah, guy right. where a kid the ball's worth nothing. Right. You know, right. it's just it's a great memory for this young kid. Of course. But I yeah. Okay. I have no idea about any of this. No, I know. Lori, I know you would never even consider making hundred thousand dollars and you just no. gave it away. But I, I know about the Mar- I know about, you know, more I know Roger about the Maris, record yeah. Roger Maris and we love that story and Aaron Judge, you know, I knew I know he's running towards that record. Yeah. Right. Well, it's been broken before by the cheaters who juiced. Yeah, no, we don't right, count enough. them. This We're is, okay, accidental sports, but suddenly you're interested. Well, <laughs> it's only because I know a little bit of something. Because I love the guy. <laughs> we love that Barry guy who played um, Yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Him. Barry, you know, that <laughs> okay. guy, that actor. That one. You know what I watched last night? Speaking of sports. Mm-hmm. Um, the John McEnroe um, documentary on oh, Showtime. Well, here is the deal that they hit on. Um, you know, today I'm inspired to wear headbands, like John McEnroe oh. and Bjorn Borg. Yeah, I mean, Bjorn was the tennis players were rock stars. Mm-hmm. They Bjorn Borg was, was beautiful, sexy. He was the cover magazines. You just mm-hmm. watch. He get into every nightclub. And tennis shorts were tennis shorts. When I men mean, it was all shorts. thigh. It was all thigh. They've gotten <laughs> short again, thigh. but they have elastic tops. They don't. Yeah, have... but so what? They were all thigh. You could just see just thigh and hair and the movement of rippling and everything. <laughs> I knew you were going there. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty good that John McEnroe thing. I mean, yeah. You know, I was, like to watch. That. I but I just am. So so obsessed with Bjorn. I mean, and then he quit this at the hair, top yeah. of the game. He was God's gifts. But anyway, that's kind of a fun thing to watch. What do you know? What, what, what was it on by chance? Showtime. Showtime. Good to know. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good old Showtime. And berry um, pepper. Yes, we love berry pepper. We played Roger Morris in that 60 minute on HBO that you and I talked about right. and loved, and we had a crush on him. How yeah, can we remember we how many wanted, shows we've had to watch? Well, Julia, because we wanted you to date him because there was a possibility we were going to see him at the SAG Awards in 2010. I was still married, Laurie. It would have been well, an interesting okay, situation. Whatever, you wanted me to date him. Yes, I did, okay. but you were single and <laughs> Not, we were looking. No, I wasn't. But in 2010, I was married. Well, whatever year it was, I'm just okay. making it up for the benefit of the story. As, <laughs> okay. our, as our listeners who are appreciating how much good storytelling they've heard over the years, and they're thinking, those girls are worth $25 or at least 100 Please donate. You know, please donate. Please donate. Do it for the cause. We've so got a Lori movie that's a good not, movie. These mm, projects that are doing these costs us more money than everybody else. Because right. <laughs> we, we feel such guilty and shame. We're going to have to donate again in uh, 10 minutes. Okay, the sh- you... The charcuterie board? Mm, charcuterie? Charcuterie. I love saying that I word. I do, too. It's a fun one. The latest one is the butter board. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Okay, so this butter is where board. you make a board and you season different types of butters. Oh. You know, you have a little garlic butter. Amazing. You have a little salted, salted artisan butter. You have honey some butter. honey butter. Oh. butter. You some have apple butter. butter. You have the Irish butter, and then you serve it with bread. Oh, so God. the butterboard's coming to a party near you. It's I'm for it because fridge. I love saying charcuterie. I love saying but it. But there isn't one damn thing I want to eat on That's a That's because you don't board. eat meat. There's good cheeses yeah. and honey, Laurie. Okay, sometimes. But usually it's full of all this salami with fat things in it and, you know, <laughs> peppers. And, they forgot you know. to make the black bean charcuterie board. <laughs> they really did. If someone could make a black bean burrito yeah. charcuterie board. I mean, sometimes they just pray for a, with a, a pepperoni. You know, with will a size be pepperoni, but... No, Aside of pepperoni is too low oh, brow that's... for charcuterie. Oh my god! I'm hungry. Salami. It's always got to be so prosciutto, you know. I don't like eating prosciutto. Uh, prosciutto. Oh, said. what did you say? What is that? That's even? like a real intense salami. Yeah, it's good though. With, I think it, Casey I, loves it. It's I think got you should. They should have that, and it. it should be head cheese. That's oh, that's sh- the worst. That's a charcuterie board yeah. coming to your <laughs> or next pimento loaf. <laughs> I love pimento loaf. I, I love the pimento loaf. <laughs> I saw oh Jeffrey Dahmer slicing. <laughs> oh, with the olives. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh. But that was real meat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like the That's the number eat. one show on Netflix. Yes, it's it is. Amazing. It is. I hate All to right. say it, but All it's right, amazing. Or is Michael? Mike's got the traffic. All right, Mike. What's happening? Oh, I love Woo-hoo. this song so much. What a tune. What a great song. I didn't realize we were playing all movie songs. I know today. you did. I just thought I was so cool because I picked up I know. the argument. I was laughing so Armageddon. hard. I had no idea that that was the thing that we were oh, doing, yeah. but of course that makes sense. We're making sense. movies, yeah, people. B. Arthur spent a good time last night putting in a lot of classic movie she tunes. Did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so when this movie came Why out. Why didn't this song win Best Oscar or did it? I don't. I don't know. If it didn't, we're going to be mad all over again. I think we get mad all over again. I think we find out it doesn't, and we get mad every time we find that out. You're hysterical. No, it really should have won. Shout out to Beth. Shout out to Grant's mom. 
Thanks, Mom. Laurel. Victoria. Victoria, thank you for donating. You know, you, you know Laurel, Rachel. Oh, people are donating. They like us, Julia. We're almost $2,000. I know. Beth just donated. Thank so you, everyone. People are showing that they, they've been, they, as we've been here for you all these years, now show us that you will be there for us. Oh, you're so silly. We will always love you if you Did do. it win, Grant? It did not. No, see, and we get mad all over Who again. won? Oh, I don't. I just know that it said it unfortunately didn't win an Academy Award. Yeah, keep obviously going. an oversight by an Academy Award. And if you the- keep going, and you'll see what won, and you'll we'll it will just get mad. It was probably no. When this came out, my friend Lady Di, who you know, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that movie needs an Oscar. That is the best movie I've ever seen in my life, ever, ever, ever. And we would play this song. <laughs> I mean, I think the song is epic. It's, it's, Dolly it is Parton epic. wrote that song, and the next day she wrote Jolene. She writes two of her biggest songs back to back. I know it back to back. And um, Whitney just uh, that song could just it makes you cry if you're in a breakup, or if you're in a you know thing or you've lost somebody. That song will just make you cry. And then even when you're happy, you cry like happy joy because you're singing along in your car and you think you sound so good. And you're just, sometimes it feels good to sing loudly in your car to an epic song. You know? One of our bumpers going in and out of my talk. Yeah, yeah but we I have mean, great bumpers, by the way. I know. Mm-hmm. I just really appreciated hearing that. Well, song the one so I much. heard when I was driving out here, um, one of the bumpers was. Um, how do I live without you? Oh. By Leanne Rhymes. That's another like that's a great sing along, sing along. Yes. Do people know um, that we're making a movie and we're probably going to be entered in Sundance and we might not be here in February because we're going to be on and the, the red carpet on the independent circuit and the red carpet <laughs> that you're bidding on right now to ride in the red carpet car with us mm-hmm. this Friday night. It's the red carpet car. Yes, <laughs> we're riding in a car made out of red carpet. Remember? And Grant and Mike are the engineers and we're doing it Fred Flintstone style. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're not going to make them pedal the car as well as do no. everything else. Else. I know, but that's what a red. Uh-huh. I had a vision of a red oh, carpet yes. car, and it I, was that. I took a piece of the red carpet our very first year at the Sega Awards, yes. and no one else. I mean, we are the people to go in the red carpet. So, yeah. if you would like to bid on it, we're auctioning that off to the highest bidder. We are going to start. I think that one needs to start at like five hundred. Lori, I don't know what delusional <laughs> cap you're wearing today. <laughs> well, let's try no, it. No, we no, no, no. We already said a hundred. You did. Okay. Yeah. Does we, anyone bid on that? No. Not so yet, I'd no. like. Uh, why no. don't you put it at twenty five thousand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No, Julia, you're just being mean. You're just. Um, being no, mean. I'm not. I'm being realistic. <laughs> I know, but twenty now that was like a mean thing. Don't show everybody like how you know. You can be mean. Well, that you weren't listening earlier when we lowered the price to a hundred, to a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. yeah, which nobody has even bid on. But so, I, but you wanted at five hundred, which no one. Well, been. I thought maybe you know because people have already given a hundred dollars, and then they're wondering. I was trying to protect the people who'd already bid and didn't bid oh, on the red card. Yeah. So if you want to bid on the red carpet, people aren't always available. They just want to give money. They don't want to true. do anything. That's, that's um, true. But if you want to come here on Friday night and yeah. get in the in the red carpet car with us. Yeah, and don't think you've got to wear like a gown or anything. No, you can just wear, come and be silly and fun. Yeah, we're going to, mm-hmm. you will get our exclusive experience, coverage In-car experience. of all the people who are in the cars in front of us. 
Cool. Oh, the commentary will be um, classic. It'll yeah, be, it'll yeah, be very... classic and uh-huh. cannot be taped, and everyone no, will be we'll sign an NDA. No, we'll just pinky swear that we'll keep it, you know. The, the, limo, the limo's in walls the limo stays, stays in the limo. limo. Yeah. There, oh, that's mm-hmm. a nice sell on this yeah, little bit here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so can we get to a cute little story? So yes. Mila Kunis, I don't know what she's promoting. I think she's got a Netflix mm-hmm. movie or something like that, but... Um, did you ever find out what was the movie that won the year that the the, the song? It looked like it was Aladdin. Uh, oh, Aladdin! What was it? Um, Amiyama. No, I think no. Um, You're thinking a Little Mermaid. Am I? <laughs> yes, you are. Based, I'm going to just say that sort of is a Caribbean look oh. to it. So that was um, Alan Menken for Little Mermaid. I believe it was uh, a whole new world, Aladdin. Aladdin. Was up that. That's what I'm looking at right here from 1992. Yeah, and we did have about wrong. five callers that came, called in to remind us that it was not an original, so it was not actually eligible for it. Oh, there we so go. So that was the issue because it looks it. right here. The bodyguard has "I Have Nothing" was nominated, and I "Run to nothing. You" was nominated oh. because those are new versions. And I so, run to yeah. you. Yeah, and I think um, what's her name? The one who always loses. The lady, Diane. Diane Warren, wrote that. Mm. There you go. Yeah. That, I have nothing. You know what? They just, they, so what? It's still a robbery. We're going to get mad every time. We're going to forget. So Thank we you, appreciate listeners. you guys calling in and telling us. Setting the us, record straight. But we still are mad about it every time we hear about I'm it. I'm really not. Well, not mad, but we get, you know, we just. The get, only one that gets my, my toast is Chariot's Fire. Yeah, well, that mm. one has been a consistent, but we do, we have gotten worked up about. Right, tell me the little story. Okay, so here's uh, Mila Kunis um, talking about a funny fangirl moment she had with a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills star out in the wild at a kids' bop concert. Okay, I would take my kids to a concert. Okay, mm-hmm. my husband and I took our kids to this concert called Kids Bop. Yes, at the Hollywood Bowl. Okay, <laughs> and our kids were there. And we're sitting, and the kids are like dancing. They're having the time with them. Everybody was and there. And this is when they played the adult songs, kids. Correct. Okay. okay. So they'll do like Lizzo and everything, okay. but kid versions. Okay. And all the parents are like rocking out because it's the same song. They just changed the lyrics. But everybody, everybody went, but no one talked to each other until you were there, and you're like, oh my god. Anyways, I'm sitting there, and you, it's at the bowl, uh-huh. so you can have a glass of uh, whatever you'd like, yes. water or whatever beverage. So um, Ashley goes gets me like a little margarita, and I'm sitting there sipping margarita, and I'm like bumping out to Lizzo, and I look to the side, and there's a real housewife of Beverly Hills there, and I will not give the name, okay? But there was a, a lady there with her children, and this is me. I don't know if you can. Dorit, okay, so story. I literally went, oh my god! I stood up and yelled, oh my god, in the direction of this woman, and then I went, oh my god, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. I don't know if she caught it because luckily there's like music. Sure, sure. But I saw her turn around to talk to someone, and I was like, ah! what is wrong with no, me? No, you're all of us. That's, That's so funny. Yeah. That's so cute. And it yeah. was Dorit because yes. she has like six and a six and an eight yeah, year old. She does. So she's the only one with kids that age. But that's funny. It, you know, when like here's Mila seeing somebody else out in the wild. And, you know, it's, in the wild, in the wild. Uh, that's how John Hamm refers to it whenever he mm-hmm. sees one of the Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah. I remember oh, yeah. Like, Howard Stern. The, yeah. And he said, you see him out in the wild and you're just kind of like, oh, my gosh, there they are. There they are. <laughs> and maybe in a way they're more recognizable because they're not in the way they look is the way they look. Sure. Whereas an actor, you're doing different hair and makeup hair and wigs. Yeah. And maybe you don't have that kind of recognition or something. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just thought it was cute. She was on Extra TV, and I, I forget what she was promoting. Ashton's training for a marathon. I think he had a health scare. 
He had a health scare of some sort, but he's training for a marathon right now, in case and, you're wondering. And he's at that age where um, men go through midlife crises, Julia. 40? 40-something, 40 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. That happens. I yeah. was looking. There was nothing really that she has coming up that's new, so I think it was more involving them yeah. and their relationship and, and everyone, And every parent knows Kids Bob. I love to know that it's still around because I used to buy him, you know. Mm-hmm. The Kids Bob, because it's all today's music, but they just changed the, the lyrics, so up. it's safe for kids. Yeah. You know, they were great. Mm-hmm. The CDs, but I'm sure there's just you stream it now. Yeah, you know, like one does. Yeah, I'm sure. And then Grant and I looked at the uh, HBO trailer oh. that you showed us. Yesterday. You showed me yesterday, but Grant posted it today, called The Last of Us, which is going to be on uh, HBO, and it's not coming until next spring. Yeah. But it's a, you know, a zombie apocalypse. Very in- Intense. I would say much more on a le- like a higher level than The Walking Dead. Like these zombies don't look like they kind of crawl towards you. And our girl Melanie Linsky is. Oh, in she's it. in it. I yes, saw that in the pre. She's, she's in it. Everywhere. And it's from the same creator who gave us Yellow Jackets. Same. Mm. Oh, same nice. creator. So it's going to follow this plot of this. Um, it's a video a game. A video game called The Grand Last of knows Us. That. No, but not, you don't play I'm video games. I'm not a games. video no. game guy. No. Yeah, so it, that's what the inspiration for it is. So it's gonna if you follow if you know the plot of that game, The Last of Us. It's 20 years after a zombie outbreak, and this guy has to smuggle this 14 year old girl who's immune yeah. to the zombies somewhere so that they can recreate her blood, and everyone can become and live and live. I how, love it. It sounds. Do, it sounds. It's, awesome. It looks. It looks. And it looks you scary. Two, how we did love, you two end up being such peas in a pod? I know it's weird. We like that same uh, stuff. Now, Grant, did you watch House of the Dragons? I did not. Okay. No, because I just watched Gigolo last night. So okay. that's that was my movie or show last night. Yeah, so. I watched it too. It was good. And no, we had no problem following yeah. the plot. I didn't it was, either. Yeah, but I with the Gigolos, even with. The- yeah, we yeah. don't know what you're talking about we, with the girl mixing up. You were saying we that. We decided that maybe you were running in and out of the room and not paying close attention <laughs> or something like that. But um, I kind of did think that House of the Dragon, that 10-year head jump, was, now that I think about it, it, did there were parts of it that felt sloppy. Okay. You know, like all of a sudden, Rhaenyras, you know, it's 10 years ahead, and she's got, okay, wait, this guy? Who's this guy? You mm-hmm. know, that... I, I liked it though. Uh, yeah, I did too. I still like because it. of the I dragon. I still like every but damn. I don't like the dragon part. It it's it's confusing. It's, I like the dragon part. I just think that it's confusing a little bit. Well, that's what Game of Thrones was until we finally, you know, like you said, you just got to kind of you got to go with the flow and just let and it roll. All of that. Don't get caught up in the names and everything like that. No, and just let it go. No, and yep. I was glad to see that Matt Smith. But it was just like I had questions after it was over. And Casey was asking me stuff. I said we can't get into the question game. I guess on this show because it's too confusing. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But the I the one gal. I mean, that's why, like, you got confused with American Gigolo. <laughs> we got to go. We got to take a break. Yeah, right, we can wrap go. it up. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's All right. go. We're going to Hollywood speak, and we have, a, we've got a good one, Julia, okay, that I good. think you're going to enjoy. Good. So, Julia, um, I want you to Hollywood speak. There's going to, there's there could be so much. It could just be Royal Hollywood speak, because Katie Nichol, you know, she's got a new she's book gal, that's coming yes. out. And, um, but... This, she's a royal writer. Yes, yeah, she's a royal author. She's written about the royal family, and and uh, I at least put her ahead of Robert Jobson and some of the other people as far as you know, um, being tr- trying to be fair on all sides. 
you know, with the Harry and William and, you know, not getting so deep in the muck. Yeah, she's good. just yep. the voice of one. So here's a, according, um, this is an excerpt from her book about um, Prince George. And she writes, he warned his classmates who were on his bad side. He said this, my dad will be king, so you better watch out. <laughs> He's not wrong. I would he's say I wrong. would I would totally how use that. Would, how would you not as a nine year old? And totally. he's very aware he's going to be the king. You know where your parents? Oh yeah, you leverage that stuff. Yeah, you're going to say that, and I'm sure you know. I'm trying to think. You know, we saw Charles in the Crown season three, where he goes off to boarding school. Yeah, that he didn't want to go to in Scotland. Yeah, Prince. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase. It's a culture, and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Philip wanted to go there to Be, toughen him up. Yeah, because and he hated of it. all the crap that you get being yep. the future king. You know, but he should he have followed. It. He should have followed Prince George's thing and just say, "You better watch out. One day my dad's, dad's going to be, be king." Yeah, he did not have you know the loving. He didn't have he any was love raised by nannies. He was. Yeah, he did yeah. had no love from his mom. So anyway, um, I loved that story. Okay, this we posted. Gwyneth Paltrow is fifty today. She's been giving us her princess of pretension thoughts um, for almost a week straight about, you know, she doesn't feel like, you know, what did she say, uh, sending her daughter off to college is... Like giving birth. Giving birth. It's so substantive and emotional and, you know, amazing for her. And she told us something else. Well, today she painted herself. Gold to Sam 50? Yes, Julia, she did. That crap gets in all your crevices. I hope she has a hard time showering. I mean, yeah, that's... All I can think of immediately is, you know, I wore some metallic makeup yesterday well, on my eyelids, and it's a pain in the butt to get out. She only painted parts of her body, as you can see. She just did a splash around her eyes. and Can you just say, honey, body, honey, just spray paint me today, would you? Here's what she said. All I know is that they're painting me gold and that I have to be naked. Is she advertising the Gold American Express card? <laughs> right. I feel so good turning 50. And this is about expressing that sense of energy and optimism. She loves herself. I know. Wow. It is getting, she's she, going to be more insufferable the older oh she gets. Oh, no. But all, all I know is when I turned 60, they wanted to paint me pink. <laughs> And when I'm 70, they're going to be black. And when I'm not 80, I'm going to be green. Platinum. I mean, how weird is that? I know. And then she said, and this picture is all about the female gaze and just a sense of fun. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh she please. is so insufferable. Oh, oh please. Because oh, it's lecturing. Yeah. It's not, 
I wonder, it's, she's just lecturing us. Well, I wonder if it's heavy to wear the crown of pretension. I think it'd be exhausting <laughs> to think that your poop doesn't stink all the time. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's another and one. And she has gold poop, apparently. Oh, now. yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. This one, um, Kanye West is at London Fashion Week. He showed up yesterday wearing the thing that you do when your mom or somebody says, just run out and help me, my arms are full, and you shove your feet with their socks on into your flip flops and just kind of make a shoe and you know and you don't wear, you wear them don't out. trip yeah you don't wear them so out. he wore a pair of flip flop with socks that's a hard and they were bedazzled they're hard to walk in yeah and it, you know probably uh, he decided to not take the big rubber uh, firefighter boots out for a spin um, and but this is what he uh, he did on Instagram London I know how you feel I lost my queen too. Oh. That sound you hear is, is every eyeball rolling oh. in the UK. I mean, pretty much, pretty much. Now he left the story open so that if Kim doesn't respond, he can say he was talking about his mom. But he really, he really did. I, post I, that. I, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there, Chris Jenner somewhere. No, what? it's Chris Jung Un is your only queen, Kanye. But wait a minute, what? He How follows he? their pain. He feels their pain. He, too, lost a queen. <laughs> wow. I know it. I know it. He Promise knows. me on your next birthday we can spray paint you. Oh, God. And then you're going to tell us how it feels to be you and to be naked. And yeah. all they did at work yeah. for my talk project on a dirty was ask me to show up naked. Yeah. Okay. Here. And, here, and we're just going to spray paint you. Here's a headline for you. Can you can wear know. a little, you can wear bottle caps. I'm not pretentious <laughs> the way Gwyneth is. So you can't, don't try and make me be the princess of I pretension. Lost my That's queen not too. me. I know. And he is the king of pretension too. You're the princess of delusion. Yeah, I am. I am that. <laughs> I am princess delusional, but I find it to be my superpower. It's a, I'm, I'm jealous. Yeah. Okay. It, really it, works, is a power. it works for you. <laughs> it's it awesome. Okay, here's the headline. Uh, Anna de Armas is a bombshell, but Netflix's Marilyn Monroe movie is utter brutal misery. It, listen, it's a depressing book, and then they decided, oh, this will be good contact for a further depressing movie about a poor woman who is depressed at the end of her life and how depressing it is. I say it's a film about a film about depression in a film. That must be seen at home on your couch so you can get up yeah. and go away. And turn it off. And turn it off when you need to. When you're depressed, because it's a depressing film about a depressing subject that's been done 500 million times. Maybe Grant is going to be the one to watch this movie I for the team. It. because yeah, it's it There's supposed to be a little sexy in it. I yeah. think it sounds dreadful. It does. And listen, she had a horrible life at yeah. the end. She was so... Has there been a more exploited woman? Um, in that regard? No. You know? Prince, Princess Di- Lady Diana, Princess Diana has been exploited, yeah. and they're continuing to do in the crown. That's the part I don't like. Yeah. She has been exploited. Do you want to know something? Rose of Chumley, you know, who's dating, you know, having a thing with Prince William. She is the niece of Caroline Longman, who used to date Charles, just as Camilla's grandmother was a side piece to Charles' grandfather. Just showing you how that aristocratic, the aristocratic. wheel of side pieces mm-hmm. works. Okay. I mean, isn't that something? Mm-hmm. It's, it's six they degrees. They keep it in the family. Six degrees of chumley. They don't want to get anything. <laughs> 
I love saying Chumley, and it's spelled. I know you do. C H O M O N D E L E Y. And wow. we never would have known that. And someone who's a British listener of ours Sent gave in. us the phonetic pronunciation. Love it. So it looks like Chumley, but it's Chumley. <laughs> so I like saying as much as I like saying the Jubilee. And if you liked our Jubilee coverage, we would like some Jubilee money from you, please. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Bye.